Today is the last day you can join the Recruitment Mentors community at our opening membership price. It will never be this price again. If you're still on the fence, let me tell you, if you're someone listening to this that wants to progress your career, that wants to maximize your potential, then this community is for you. Check us out at recruitmentmentors.com and save yourself money before the prices go up from tomorrow and the price will never be the same as it is currently. Check us out at recruitmentmentors.com or go to the link in the show notes and I look forward to welcoming you inside the community. Welcome to the Recruitment Mentors podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz. Today we are back with another episode of the 15 Minutes with a Mentor series and this is where we ask some of the mentors from inside the community seven questions in 15 minutes. I'm very excited to be joined by Jack today. And before we get into the questions, Jack, if you could introduce yourself to those that may not know who you are, and then we'll get through these questions. Awesome. Yeah, no pressure. Um, hi, guys. Um, I'm Jack. I'm the MD of Wiser Elite. We are a specialist software sales recruitment team. We've been operating for almost six years now, so I joined a group called Wiser um, which specializes in employer branding and graduate recruitment. And I helped them build this new entity. And uh, we've organically grown it now to a seven-figure business. And uh, over the years, kind of be kind of like doing a bit of a trial and uh, test kind of process and trying to build this business out. But we're doing a pretty good job, I think. And uh, yes, yeah, great to be part of this. And hopefully I can help out with some Amazing. of these questions that fire at me. <laughs> right. So what I want to know first, Jack, is what was your biggest challenge in 2020? How did you overcome it? And what did you learn from it? I mean, there was loads of challenges last year, right? It was, uh, it was a pretty tough one. I think the, the biggest one that I faced was like not being in control. So mm-hmm. when the environment's going well, you tend to have a lot of control in terms of like how you can fire up the team and kind of like just kind of like get them motivated. I think with last year with what was happening, it was like really out of my hands in terms of kind of like their feelings. So the f- biggest thing there really was like the people, their motivation, how they're feeling. We weren't in office, so I couldn't put my arm around them and just have that chance or go for that walk, which I would usually do if I feel like someone's down or needs a bit of a bump. So I'd say that's probably the the, the biggest challenge that I faced. And um, we're getting through it now. Like we've obviously kind of found a bit of a rhythm um, and I've learned how to deal with that. But I think it's just the lack of control to start with. Yeah. So what work working from home tip could you share with other recruiters listening to this that you feel has had a sort of real positive impact on your productivity when working from home? It's a good one. So I think it's having a start and end of day. So mm-hmm. I found myself working up till like nine, ten o'clock at night because there's nothing else to do. And yeah. the next day I'm completely knackered and I'm not in the right headspace. So the days where I've had a clear plan. And I mean, everyone will tell you this, even if you're not working from home, so having a clear plan and having a structure, this is what I'm going to do, nine to six or whatever hours you work was um, a big changer for me. We also changed up a few things, which is like our meetings, like having a bit of walk and talk rather than just having um, chats like this over Zoom, because um, it can be a bit obviously kind of tiring doing it over and over again. So just trying to change up massively helps. So I'd say there were two things. It's like having a start at the end of the day and then just changing up how you're trying to communicate with everyone, but also even how you communicate with candidates and clients. Some candidates when I'm doing a prep call, I'm like, 
okay, I'm going to do, do this on a walk if it's a nice day, which is quite tough to find in January. <laughs> yeah, nice. So I'd be interested to know, like over the last 12 months, what's been the most effective way for you guys to win business? So it massively bounced back for us. Our financial year starts in April and we saw in that first queue and second queue, like we were doing 40% of our number. It was really, really tough. And obviously everything dropped off at the start and it kind of slowly bounced back. All of the client wins that we saw towards uh, Q3, which was October, November, December, a lot of it which is from all of the long-term partnerships we've had. I'd say mm. we have probably another 15 new client wins, but... Um, a lot of it was just down to people knowing who we were. And I think that's because we played this long-term approach with our clients and we've never tried to do a quick win here or there. We've never tried to you know, treat a candidate badly. If we can't help them, we we'll always give them the update on what's going on. So a lot of those came back uh, to us and, and gave us business. And the ones that we found, we had um, one new clients, we have new logos, you know, what to before. It was just like, yeah, it was just candidate speckings that we just saw that they were hiring at this time, but it just raised investments or something happened. Like there was an event in their business and it was like, we just be smarter about their messaging. It wasn't just a generic message. It was like, seeing this is happening, I'm guessing you're going to be looking for X, Y, and Z. Here's a good profile that I think you should consider. Would you be open to a chat this time next week? Mm. And we were keeping that up as well. Um, nice. But what I did, what I did notice is that Previously, we, we didn't really have much focus around our BD in terms of number of messages going out each week or number of calls. And so we had much more structure because it was more important to us because we needed to win business. So the structure sure. really helped again. Nice. Interesting. So be interesting to know what, what habit or hobby did you start in 2020 that you're going to continue in 2021? That's a good question. Um. I'd, I'd say like, I mean, it's running and getting yeah. out a bit more. Like, I mean, it's um, where all of my ideas come from. It's uh, where, you know, I have really good time to think and be on my own. Even when you're on your own in the house with like, your know, partner and stuff, you're never really on your own, but getting out and running and stuff really make a difference. So that's something that I think this year I'm going to try and keep on top of as long as I'm not getting injured, which I have at the moment. So uh-huh. any, um, any big run, any big run goals this year? Because this has come up a lot. It's definitely helped me run and I want to keep it. But any big goals you want to share? Well, it's doing a marathon. I signed up for the Brighton Marathon, which is supposed, to be, yeah, it's supposed to be in May this year. But I've got moved back to um, to October, I believe. So we'll see how nice. we get. I mean, I'm struggling at the moment to get past 5, 10K. So we've got a bit of training to do. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Right. So probably the most important question, Jack. What do you think is better? The first coffee in the morning or the first pint post-work on a Friday? Coffee. Yes, I'm glad. That conviction, I like that. I'm definitely coffee. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Second to last. I love a good pint after work, but I always regret it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. Second. So, so this question slightly different. It's a scenario that I want to sort of hear how you, how you would approach it. So scenario is a particular client that you've had on your sort of target client list for a long period of time. During that time, there's been several touch points. So I know you guys do different things from round tables to webinars to podcasts, et cetera. But during that time, they may have attended one of your events. They may have listened to a podcast. Uh, you may have even dropped them a note on LinkedIn or an email. But through your candidate network, you managed to get one of the hiring managers' contact details at this target client. So you call them, they pick up. 
I say, hello, who is this? And just want to hear how you'd approach that conversation. Sure. Um, yeah, I tend to always keep it short and sweet and never go into it with like, I'm trying to sell to someone. So generally I would have a an opener or, you know, it is a referral by someone to say, hey, I was put in touch with you by X, Y, or Z, or hey, notice this event again that happened, um, or you came to our event or whatever it may be. So make sure that first line is strong. Um, mm and then say like it'd be good to have like 20 seconds just to run through why I'm calling and then they would then say okay interesting or yes I've heard of you guys or whatever it may be and then I'd go into start asking questions about obviously the current situation with hiring so I'd say where um, we help software tech companies who are recruiting SDRs or account execs and sales leaders are you looking to hire in the next 30 days or so and then if they respond and say yes or no then obviously I look to try and move to the next kind of uh, section which would be try to get a meeting or try to you know do a follow-up at a certain point of time but i'll never try and go into that meeting with just like bombard them with information and i would always yeah. try and keep it sweet so make yeah, sure nice. that 30, 30 60 seconds is quite clear about what you're doing in a reason for yeah. the no i really like I, i've definitely used that where you say um this will take 20 seconds or have you got 20 seconds yes or no and, and if i say yes then yeah you sort of just you've then been given um the green light right to do it so then you feel a bit more comfortable with it so that that's always helped me as well to be fair so last question so i want you to sort of imagine really and this may be something that you you've done with your team internally but just want you to imagine that i'm a recruiter that has set goals for 2021 completely convinced i'm gonna have a better year than i did in 2020 feeling motivated and i just want to sort of hear what your advice be would uh, would be to recruiters listen to this that you think would give us the best chance of actually achieving the goals that we've set. Um, we'd love to hear that from you. So achieving goals is quite interesting. I looked back to my, my goals last year and the year before, and last year I didn't achieve any of those goals because obviously there's a lot of change with what <laughs> happened there. So um, I don't want to come at this with, you know, this is how you hit goals because I'm definitely on that journey of like, what do I need to be doing to make sure I'm consistently hitting those? But mm. I can't let you know why I've missed goals in the past and why I've achieved goals in the past and kind of give you a bit of a breakdown. Maybe someone can pick up some something from that moving forward as nice. well. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so reasons why I failed, I think being unrealistic with the goal. So maybe the goal is too ambitious or the time I'm trying to do it in is unrealistic. So, you know, trying to do a million pound in, in a quarter is a great goal, but, you know, is it realistic? And so I've set a few of those in the past. I'm like, actually... That wasn't achievable. So something like something like that to consider when you're looking at your goals for this year is it realistic? Um, you know, the reason why I haven't achieved goals is not putting enough effort into it. So what's the motivation behind that goal? Do you really care about it? Like, is it something you're gonna get up every single day and try and work towards, or is it just like a little bit of a fad because you sounds good? Yeah. So make sure that's in place. Um, and the reason why I haven't hit goals is obviously something's changed, like maybe a pandemic or you know. Um, the desk has changed direction or someone's left the business, whatever it may be. Like there, there are reasons why I haven't hit goals in the past. Why I have achieved goals is that I haven't had too many. So mm. the goal I have achieved is that I only focus on that and maybe one other. So look at your list of goals. Make sure that you've got, you know, a select few that you really, really care about and you're motivated behind. And then I think you'll probably have a more success rate of trying to hit those and achieve those for this year. And also the goals that I have here, I had early momentum with. So um, don't try and make a goal which is going to be over 12 months. Try and break it down so that you can tick that box in the first week or 
tick a box in the first month, that momentum will really help you to try and you know, achieve that overall large goal. So either break it down or make it smaller so you can feel that momentum initially yeah. as well. Um, and making it visible. So the goals that I've achieved have been quite clear, whether they've been sitting on my laptop or they've been sitting, uh, you know, in front of me on my, on my notebook, that's something that's obviously really important because you have to put action towards them every single day. It can't be something you just pick up like once every two months old, like, oh crap, I need to get out and start running for my, my marathon. So <laughs> we work towards the things that I've never had really is someone helping me to be accountable. I can only imagine that's going to, you know, going to be important, something to, you know, keep pressure on you as either your manager or a colleague or friends and something to, um, you know, just kind of bounce off ideas if things are going down or struggling. So I have people in my team who are working towards goals. I make sure I check in with them every fortnight and be like, okay, we have these quarterly goals. What's happening here? What's happened in the past two weeks? What are you going to do in the next two weeks? So it doesn't get too long. Um, and in the past, I've had situations where we've had quarterly reviews. We haven't even spoke about a goal for the whole three months. And I'm like, actually, like, <laughs> you completely missed it. And that was just a waste of um, their time and my time. So something to bear in mind. Yeah, no, I love that. Jack, that was 50 minutes of a mentor. Thank you. Appreciate it, bro.